From Hollywood, it's Out of My Mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and in episode 16, we're going to update our look at the popularity of The Man from Uncle with my guest, trivia expert and talk show host Morgan White Jr. It's an out of my mind short story for baby boomers like you who are still relentlessly curious about everything. If you're not a baby boomer, you can still listen to the program. All you have to do is send in an application to be an uncle agent, along with three box tops, to the United Network Command for Law and Enforcement, care of the show. We're keeping Channel D open as episode 16 of Out of My Mind begins by running the numbers. When we first posted this interview with Morgan White Jr., the Man from Uncle feature film had yet to open. Well, it did on August 14, 2015, and by mid-October had grossed about $100 million. It cost an estimated $75 million to make, so it's not a loss, but it's not a stellar return either. The film had a rating of 67% on the Rotten Tomatoes website, and the site's critical consensus says that The Man from Uncle tries to distract from an unremarkable story with charismatic stars and fizzy set pieces. It was at best an okay film, and to me it demonstrates that not only can you never go home again, sometimes you shouldn't even buy the bus ticket. I've asked WBZ Boston talk show host and extreme uncle fan Morgan White Jr. to remind us about some of the qualities that made the real man from uncle stand out in a field of 1960s spy shows. Typical Friday night in America, you went out, you went to the bowling alley or did whatever activity held the attention of um, you and your family, but you made sure you were home by 10, because that's when the man from uncle was on. And very few TV programs gripped the viewing public the way the man from uncle did. What I was curious about was why it had that hold on us, and still does today. It captured the American psyche for spies and espionage and these people who almost single-handedly, or in their case, the two of them stood up against the world of the bad guys. You know, whether you talk Spectre with Bond or you talk Thrush with Uncle, you talk Chaos with um, Get Smart, everybody in those days was into that. Not only were viewers into spy shows, the networks were too. Spy shows were the dominant form of drama in the 60s. Yet despite all the competition, Uncle stood out. They knew right where their niche was. The phrase tongue-in-cheek explains Uncle perfectly. They didn't go hard drama. Until the fourth season. Fourth season, they, they did turn towards seriousness. Left the campy aspect alone. But season two and three... They were swimming in the murky waters of campiness, tongue-in-cheek, not too, too serious. The Man from UNCLE was the show that bridged the gap between a Mission Impossible on one side and a Get Smart on the other. But what producer Norman Felton and writer-creator Sam Rolfe did better than anyone else at the time was make us believe it was all real. You believe that there was a Napoleon Solo and an Ilya Koryakin going out there and saving the world from thrush every Friday. You believed that. But the little explanation at the end that was written, at the end of the credits, we wish to thank the United Network Command for Law and Enforcement for their cooperation in helping us put this TV show together. Without them, it would not have happened. I, I paraphrased it at the end. 
You know, when you watch the end of the FBI with Ephraim Simbles Jr., we wish to thank the FBI for their help in uh, putting the show together. You saw that same sort of standard statement for the end of The Man from Uncle. So you thought there really was an agency out there called Uncle. A lot of people wrote in, where do I address a letter to uh, Uncle? When I grow up, I want to be an agent. People wrote in to be Uncle agents? Who would do that? Anyway, one of the fun parts of watching The Man from Uncle today is the parade of stars who were featured on the show before they were stars. I tossed Morgan the name of one episode to see what he remembered. The Project Strygas Affair. Yes, um, Sparks and Kirk. He got it. Project Strygas paired William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy before Gene Roddenberry did it on Star Trek. I like the fact that uh, William Shatner, in a way, it was almost like a Captain Kirk characterization he was doing before he even got the role as Captain Kirk, with just pretending to be um, someone he's not to fool the bad guys. It's almost like uh, the Gambit episode on Star Trek. Leonard Nimoy was cool and detached. Gee, where have we seen him do that before? Uh, that episode was up one of the black and white episodes, which would have been the first season, which was 64-65, the first season. And Star Trek started in, if I'm not mistaken, 66. So it wasn't that far removed. With everything it had going for it, The Man from Uncle lasted only three and a half seasons. The Girl from Uncle helped kill The Man from Uncle because now you split the attention of your audience. And had there been no Girl from Uncle, I think uh, uh, The Man from Uncle would have hit season four all the way through and a season five. I couldn't let Morgan go without asking him the question that's haunted me for decades. The technological hierarchy, TH, for the removal of undesirables and the subjugation of humanity. It was mentioned once, and it's just one of those things. You could wake me up out of a sound sleep and say, Morgan, what did Thrush stand for? And I could tell you. Morgan White Jr. is a trivia master extraordinaire, a talk show host, and perhaps an even bigger fan of The Man from Uncle than I am. You can listen to Morgan Saturday nights on WBZ. I've put instructions on how to do that in the show notes. I told Mr. Waverly never to call me here. I'm sorry, I, I've got to take this. You can read the show notes by going to outofmymindpodcast.com, clicking on episode 16, and following the link to show notes. If you're listening on YouTube, a Read the Show Notes banner will appear on your screen in a moment, and you can click on that. Pressing matters bring to an end episode 16 of Out of My Mind. We'll be doing these short stories from now until the end of 2015, with a mix of new, updated, and revisited stories for baby boomers like you who are still relentlessly curious about everything. In episode 17, we'll have a new story. This one on how we've gone from using our computers to print pages to using them to print things, including chocolate. And I never kid about chocolate. Tom and Tracy Hazard introduce us to the world of 3D printing. That's next Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern. We'll talk then. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a production of the Theater of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California. <laughs>